All right. Did you already push the button? Yes. Of course. Of course. So. Never tells me. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is Lasers, Babies, and Beer. Or Lasers, Baby, and Coffee this morning. I've got tea. Good morning. Morning is subjective. Oh, wait, does that mean I'm the baby? Objective. You could be. I'm a big like. <laughs> As you can tell, we have some special guests today. We are you guys like to introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Ashley of Ashley's Pub. Hi. I'm Isaac of, of Ashley's Pub. Hello, also. That one doesn't quite have the right. ring to it. Right. No, right. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm definitely not the face of the pub. I might be kind of like the pub's big brother that's asked to go home sometimes because he's boring. Oh. <laughs> that's okay, though. Big brothers get things done. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's always more to do. Well, when you run a business, there is always lots and lots yes. to do. So for anybody who doesn't know, who hasn't been, Ashley's Pub is a, what do you call it, a board I call board it a board game? gaming pub. Mm -hmm. Board gaming pub in downtown Bremerton off of 4th Street. They're tucked down in a courtyard, so they can be a little tough to find. Uh, Just look for the big banner on the main street. <laughs> 4th <laughs> Street. Yeah, we're Fourth on, Street. the Fourth banner's Street. on 4th Street. Our, our address is on Pacific, but our our courtyard entrance is off 4th Street. Yep. Very nice. So, what all do you keep in here? There's a wide range of things just all over the place. Well, I mean, I, I do kind of joke that it's an extension of my basement. You just have to pay <laughs> for the beer. <laughs> uh, I guess if we start from, like, courtyard door this way. Um, we do have a couple outdoor games for the courtyard. We've got the Disc Smash. Disc Bash. Disc Bash. One of those violent disc games. Uh, what's the beanbag game? Cornhole. Yeah. Cornhole. I don't ever play Cornhole. Yeah. Um, but we do have a large selection of bottles and cans of beer and cider and mead and wine. Uh, and then my favorite wine coffin for the red wine. Uh, and then we have over 250 different board games. We also have a Super Nintendo, an N64, a slew of games. Yeah, I was like yes. a yeah. Sega. Yeah, we just classic consoles. Classic consoles. Um, you just got the PlayStation though. That's... We just got a PlayStation 4 donated to us by a lovely regular. Um, we've got regular books. We've got comic books, coloring books, colored pencils, uh, and then pinball machines and 16 taps of draft beer and cider and occasionally mead. Do you guys have nerf fights, by the way? Occasionally. That's, that's kind of new. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I if just they're see the guns Only, only yeah. nerf fights with consenting nerf fighting people. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if they're fights so much as occasionally someone will see one there and there won't be a lot of people here. I was totally looking other way, so nobody heard what I just said, probably. But occasionally somebody will be walking by the Nerf guns, and they will see someone they want to shoot at, and then they will shoot at them from across the room. Perfect. And miss. And hit someone <laughs> because Nerf isn't accurate. So it's just a good way to make new friends as long as they don't get hurt. Right, exactly. I was well, going to say. I say Nerf's probably a lot safer than having a pellet gun. Oh, yeah. For the, the same thing, right? It yes. was a long-winded oh, yeah. conversation the other night about BB guns and pellet guns and Nerf guns, and then they were trying to hit one of the disco balls hanging from the ceiling with the Nerf gun, nice. and it was pretty impossible. Yeah. Tasha was here yesterday. 
was I working yesterday? Yes, no, the day before, on Tuesday, because oh, yesterday is Wednesday, yeah, today is Thursday. So Tasha was here Tuesday night. Tasha from Lovecraft Brewery, another place that's awesome around here. But she was here, um, and she was able to use the little one and just, like, hit the little ball every single time. Oh, so nice. as far as, like, the most accurate person so far, it's right? Tasha from Lovecraft. I, I, think. I like Don't it. fuck with her. Yeah. I like this a lot, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's good to know. So have you done, before we get too deep into the pub, covered lasers... Oh, have I lasered anything? Have you lasered anything? No, but I made a very important decision. Um, actually, that's a lot. Yes, I did laser some things. Um, just none of them that were very successful. Okay. So we're going to call those prototypes. I'm working on them. They're beta tries. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually cut our Lasers Babies and Beer logo, the baby. Oh, did that work? With the glass. I cut it out of wood and then layered it so that I could make it a little tap handle Aww. for my tap at home. But her ponytail just was so small that it... <laughs> Like caught on fire, and I was like, <laughs> "Put out the fire!" <laughs> Bit of the a baby's panic on fire. <laughs> the baby's on fire. Um, so yeah, we're working on that. I did decide that um, I'm probably gonna break apart the room that I'm using as my quote-unquote office with my laser and my computer in it because there seems to be a real mental block for me about going into that space to do things. So I think if I take my computer and my laser and I bring them downstairs where I usually spend time. Then I'll use them more. I'll be less hesitant to actually trudge my ass up the stairs, turn on the computer, well, run the project. Secluding yourself from the rest of all your cool shit. Yeah. By going upstairs to play with your other cool shit. Yeah, and then you can't leave right? the laser alone while it's running. Yeah. So like being stuck in that room for like yeah. forty minutes mm. with nothing to do, and I'm like, what do I do? There's nothing to do here. You if need I'm, a you need a reading nook. I need a media nook. Yeah. You need a media nook. Thing. You should just build staircases on the outside of your house <laughs> up to those other rooms, and that's right. everyone else's entrances. Oh, and right, so they can be the official. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How about the baby? I heard she wasn't doing well. No, she's sick. Um, she got sick on Monday. Today's Thursday. She got sick on Tuesday. And uh, started with just a horse slight cough and now her eyes all runny and her nose is all gross and disgusting and so but she's the good news is she didn't <coughs> oh sorry <coughs> the good news is she didn't catch on fire thank you no <laughs> i did not hold her in front of any lasers <laughs> right. so she's perfectly safe <laughs> for the day um do you have any uh, dad tips of the week I'm trying to think of one. We might come back to that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't pre-plan. No catastrophic spitting events this week? No. No, nothing like that, so. My baby grew up and turned 12. Yeah. It's fun. It's so this a he is, This is your future. She. Yeah, yeah. This right? is your future. <laughs> I don't think I could grow that hair out. Jeez. No? No. <laughs> when we're done, I'll show you a picture of me with long hair. Does it, does, it, does it throw out? <laughs> it's not. Think of 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, no. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't grow long, it grows out. Mm. Yeah. So. I'm a little jealous right now. Mm. All right. So, we did get a, a small list of questions from listeners to ask you. Uh, the first one was Do Dungeons and Dragon players actually drink enough beer to keep you in business? <laughs> Well, game players do, for sure. 
I don't know about Dungeons and Dragons players. Um, you do regularly get groups though that come in do. and play Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we get weekend groups. Saturdays, every other Saturday, there's a group. Sometimes on Sundays we've got some Pathfinders groups, which is sort of Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, it's a role-playing game. Mm-hmm. Can we say role-playing instead of Dungeons and Dragons? Sure. <laughs> you just have people right. coming in to play all yeah, sorts of games. They do. They come in to play all sorts of games. Yeah. We've got a couple of groups that are semi-regular that come in to play RPGs. And then do you guys have any plans to have um, like structured play for people who maybe have never played before and they want like to find a group or to find a Dungeon Master or... D&D 101. Right. Yeah, we did that. We had a guy who was doing that. I mean, you know him, Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a friend. He was in between jobs, or actually he was just kind of living off of the money he made while he was out at sea for a while and just enjoying life. Um, and he was kind of running our D&D stuff. And then when he realized, I have to go become gainfully employed, all of that kind of fell off. So he wasn't able to do it as much. So, like, we had a D&D sign-up sheet that has kind of stagnated. So I was thinking that I'm going to, we've got a little flyer hanging on the wall over there that's a professional DM. And there's another guy out of Silver City restaurant that he was a manager over there that he wants to take and start being a DM professionally. So I was thinking about contacting them and seeing what times they would have available and start trying to use that sign-up sheet and get that, that kind of going again. And see if paying somebody to come in and run games would would increase traffic for certain nights because certain nights are pretty slow we'd have a couple of tables that would be available for a group to come in and play right it always requires a big table yeah we've got all the people with their character sheets out and the maps and yeah yeah have you seen uh there was a back in the day when microsoft when microsoft surface first came out it was the big giant table right yes and then they had like a projector that like shot down like little 3D monsters and shit on top of the the thing. I was really sad when that project died. died. It became what Ashley has in front of her. Yeah, now. right. It's cool, tablet, but it's not big enough to play D and D on. I know, right? I'm uh-huh. like, I don't play games on this computer. Yeah. Um, you can always pay people in beer. People love beer. I, <sighs> that's true. Yeah. That, yeah. That's true. So I, at least to start. I was gonna like, say I wanted to go back to the other question. Um. While while D Ders or, or RPGers are, are definitely our kind of target customer, the one thing I like about this place is that we we cater to nerds, we cater to the introverts, um, and so it's not necessarily that the the D Ders or the Pathfinders drink a lot of beer. It's that we cater to the people who are passionate about nerdy things, <coughs> and that includes beer. Like, there's a lot yeah. of nerds who are passionate about beer, and so I cater to them along with the gamers, um, yeah. not just right. RPGers. You do do a lot of, um, like, brewer's nights or mm-hmm. tasting nights? Yeah, the last brewer's night was actually um, Nectar Creek Meadery, so that was kind of fun, just to get people delicious. to try mead. Yeah. yeah. I, I think having a mead on more regularly would actually sell really well, because they sold I would drink it. really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I literally took home three or four squealers when you guys had the meat on top. <laughs> it's a glass of sugar. Yeah, I mean, right. it's well, it's I mean that's what wine. all beer is, right? And it's a glass of meat sugar. Meat is honey wine. Look, it was only 8%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's low for I was going to say, it was a session meat. Yeah, session yeah. meat's a lot more reasonable. Yeah, sparkling session meat is what we have on tap. Yeah. It's different than traditional meat, which we also carry, but mm. it's definitely a different experience. What Meat needs to come in, like, just wooden barrels. 
right? That a pirate for that authentic in. feel. Yeah. Right. All pirate, like all meat, should be delivered by pirates. It can be like that Captain Morgan commercial where he comes in. And he's like Captain, 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 right, Captain, right. <laughs> Captain, 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 <laughs> Dave. Did you guys read the Penny Arcade comic about the? It's the, so accurate. The sea game, whatever the heck sea that's thieves. Sea of yes, thieves. Yes, that's what I've been playing the last few days. It's fun, but I definitely feel like a pirate now. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board with this mead pirate right. stuff. And Dina has a pirate hat back. Well, it's no, the pup's it's, pirate hat it's now. Left, it's in my house right now. It is in her house. It gets around, um, <laughs> but it's for it's for pirate flux, so that the pirate captain can wear the pirate hat and. I do enjoy Flux. Mm-hmm. Right. Flux, Flux is, is a good fun. game. Yeah. And then, do you want to describe the uh, the method to your to your tap? Oh yeah. Okay. Organization so, so for the of beer passionate, nerds? yeah, passionate beer nerds. Um, I have sixteen taps. I one of the problems that I tend to find when I go to other bars or restaurants with beer um, is that their tap list tends to be really disappointing for people like me. Um, I love to try a new beer. So if I have, if I've had it before, I'm very likely not going to want it. Um, I want to try all the new stuff. There's so many breweries. There's so many different like beers out there that I see a lot of the same things on tap that I want to try the new stuff. So with my tap list, um, I split it up because I tend to see IPA heavy tap lists yes. everywhere I go. Um, but my boyfriend doesn't like IPAs. He likes the sweeter, darker beers. And sometimes you don't find those except in the wintertime. Yes. Even though there are breweries that make them year-round. So my tap list is typically taps one and two are either a sour, a Berliner Weiss, or a Goza. Uh, my taps three, four, and five are like the lighter beers, like a Pilsner or a Blonde or a Hef, um, a Red or an Amber. Um... I do have IPAs on tap. Uh, I usually do like a fruity IPA and then a regular IPA. And every now and then we'll throw on a double IPA or triple IPA. Um, and then I have two to three porters and stouts at all times. And then my last four taps, 13 through 16, are always cider or mead. Um, and so I try and do just like a simple cider and then I do some fruitier ciders. I love Bullshit and Barrel because they give me some of their experimental ones and those are a blast to have on. Um, so I always have at least four options for ciders or for like the gluten-free uh, beverage drinkers. And then you guys, when you order, you actually order smaller kegs of a lot of your stuff so that you can rotate your taps more often, don't Definitely, you? Definitely, yeah. Um, I, do, I do a mix of smaller kegs and bigger kegs just because I like, I like having that option. Like I like being able to kind of not rush through a keg, but being able to switch it quickly to just to get people to try something new. Cause I love trying new things. Do you guys have a nitro tap? Not yet. Uh, I want to add two just because we have 16 taps right now. And if I add a nitro tap, then we'll have 17. And that messes with my need for uh, Equal. yeah equilibrium. <laughs> so I think we're going to have to have two. No oh, odd darn. numbers in the pub. <laughs> what's, what's fun about nitro taps is you can hook any beer up to a nitro tap, and it just changes the beer oh, completely, yeah. regardless of if it's IPA or a uh, or cider on nitro would Ooh, taste like. I feel like I had that once, but I don't. I have no idea. I can't confirm. I do. Yeah, that'd be weird. It would be right. I don't know if it, if it would even work. I mean, I like experimenting. I yeah. <laughs> Just don't blow up well, your yeah. That's the interesting thing is like, right. so like, I, I was actually talking to one of the brewers from Silver City who was here one time. Um, 
because one of the things I've noticed is like pouring beer, like this is my first time ever being a bartender, is like sours and and ciders have zero head retention. They just don't like the sour might have a little bit more than the cider, but like sour beers tend to have less head retention then as well. And I wonder if because of that the nitrogen would interact in a way that doesn't really make it feel as different because I feel like with the beers that have I don't know what it is that gives beer head retention I mean it depends on what goes into your into your grain bill but well I think the head just comes from how carbonated it is actually some of it but head retention so for instance when I had my beer on at home I learned this last time the beer itself was actually quite flat like the co2 it didn't have any body in it and so I cranked up the co2 on it and when I would pour it it would just foam like no it would have it, it would be a whole glass of head and then within two minutes it settles down just absolutely flat so the retaining of that keeping some head on a beer has to do with what the ingredients inside the beer are and how 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 conditioned it's been yeah and I see I hashtag see, home brewer right yeah right <laughs> hashtag I see beers that are good on nitro oftentimes the nitro bubbles you can like you see the whole thing kind of be foamy and then turn not foamy right because they're smaller yeah and so i think that things that don't have any head retention probably wouldn't wouldn't get the same feeling that mouth feel that you get that makes them feel kind of creamy i don't know we should you run the experiment yeah. right i like experimenting mm-hmm. so starbucks has their nitro coffee yeah mm-hmm. right and they have a weird lid on it, right? People either hate it or they just accept it. Hmm. It's, it's a weird, like, open teardrop shape. Mm-hmm. And one of the first days I got it, I called Dina. I was like, oh, my God, the nitro coffee is awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> I did. And as I was drinking it, I realized that they, maybe unintentionally or on purpose, when you drink it, a little bit of foam hits your lip. So you have to do the whole, like, like lick the upper lip thing <laughs> like you're drinking a beer. All right? I was like, that is... I'm sure that that's purposeful. I would right. hope so, right? paid someone a lot of money to engineer the lid for that yeah. cup. Uh-huh. I would hope so, because every time I drink it, I'm like, ah, it's almost like drinking a beer, but it's coffee. That's right? awesome. So, uh, yeah, nitro beers are good, definitely. Beers with coffee in them are good, too. They are. What's your guys' favorite coffee beer? You know, I don't know if I have a favorite one right now. Um, I I have been surprisingly liking the the like the the ales, like the the blonde and the the other one, because the gusto crema, the the Georgetown gusto crema that is really good. Because that's a, mm. a blonde. Is that a blonde or a pale that's it's got coffee a, in it? It's a cream ale. It's a cream ale. Yeah, it's okay, a cream yeah. ale with right, coffee. So I bet in that it. one would be freaking delicious. amazing on nitro. Yeah. Mm, it poured it would. very like light colored. Yeah. Do you have the keg? I don't know. Right we'd have to we'd have to remove the CO two and add nitrogen. Like you can't just put a CO two keg on a nitro tap. You have to have it preconditioned with nitrogen. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. But learning things. Yeah. I know, right. Um, Hashtag bar owner. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> always, always but then learning also, things. Rogue has this stuff called Cold Brew, Cold Brew 2.0 that they we've actually got cans of it sitting over there. But that's a that's a pale ale with with coffee in it, and it's really good as well. No, that one's a blonde. A blonde. A blonde. Okay, and fine. That one's really good. Light beers, blonde, pale ale. It's it's not dark. <laughs> it's not dark. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I've not had that, but I just can't see pouring. A coffee beer that's not dark. Have you had Rainy Day's Mind Funk? 
not yet, no. Oh, no. okay, well, no. you should remedy that. Yes. <laughs> well, you do have 16 cups. Right. We have had Mind Funk on, right? It's fun, like, because Mind Funk is, he, that's the one that he took to Strange Brew, I think, right? I don't know. I, think I so. don't know, yeah. Because that's the one that it's actually like a light porter is what he calls it. Mm -hmm. Because if you would pour it in a dark glass and not see it and drink it, it tastes just like a porter. And you would mm -hmm. have no idea. And then you would pour it out and it would be light. But then when you pour it for somebody and they see this light beer, they're like, and what? they drink it and then they're like, what just happened? They put it down <laughs> and they look at it like, what? This yeah. is strange. And they, it takes them a while to figure out even that, like, then you tell them and all the wheels click. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, hey, yeah, that does taste like a porter. I mean, but, it's, yeah. a, it's appropriately named. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Cool. And it's a good beer. So your guys' uh, first year anniversary is coming. You've been open almost a year. Oh, my goodness. Right? Would you describe yourselves as wildly successful? I don't know what wildly successful means, but we were much more successful than we expected to be. Very true. You can pay the Very bills. True. I can yes. pay the bills. Pay the bills. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and, and an employee. Yes, we can pay oh. the bills, we can pay an employee, we can pay for internet, we can pay for advertising. She actually just was telling me yesterday, Isaac, I spent money on something expensive with the pub card. And I'm like, uh-oh, what happened? And she's like, I had to buy this backpack at Comic-Con. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I did. But it's got our logo on it, so it's like advertising, right? I'm a walking billboard. Because yeah. I go. walk to work, so I'm just going to be yeah. a walking billboard. Why do you think you've been successful so quickly, just out the gate? I think Bremerton needed something like this. I think introverted nerds, or, I mean, even non-introverted nerds, but... People like to feel that sense of community. Mm -hmm. um, you go to a typical bar, you definitely don't get that same feeling. Um, and I didn't want to create that bar atmosphere. I wanted to create that very much kind of friend community atmosphere. Like, I don't want, you know, people hitting on other people here. I don't want people trying to just get shitty drunk. Um, this really is us just a place to hang out. Like, I realized as an adult that it's hard to make friends. Uh, yes. And so one of the ways that I was making friends was I would go to the Silver City Tap Room a lot and make friends there because it's a very laid back, kind of easygoing place. Like the people go there just to drink beer and socialize because they are also beer nerds. Mm -hmm. um, and so bringing that here, I think, helped a lot because people just come here not expecting much but then they just kind of find other people who are into things they're into, like whether it be video games or pinball or board games. And it's really nice to have that sense of community here. It makes me super happy. And you guys have your roots in the uh, the traveling Ashley's Pub, right? That used to go around with board I, games. I definitely and... think that helped in our success, for sure. Um, a lot of it, I think a lot of our success right now was we, we got in the right place at the right time. Um, had we opened the pub two years ago in downtown Bremerton, I don't think it would be the same thing. Um, Bremerton is growing, definitely, and I, we got in at a good time, but the we did about a year of Tuesday game nights. We would go between Lovecraft and Silver City Tap Room, and we would just host a game night. We'd bring uh, probably like 30 or 40 different games instead of all of them, and we would just play games and drink beer and bullshit and random people would show up just kind of by themselves not really sure what to do and then they ended up becoming regulars and so now that that Tuesday game night group kind of followed me to the pub and now they're my core regulars 
Those and are the ones with the names on the floor. Well, yeah, yeah, those are the ones that helped me put the floor down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so my and way of so thinking. And so many them. other things. That, yeah. That one of our keys to success is just the the number of people that jumped on board and helped. Yeah. Um, anybody who's met Ashley knows immediately that she is an effervescent person that can get people on board with ideas. Like she's very charismatic. So that helped us with getting everybody together. Like the number of people that came and worked where Ashley would be like, okay, everybody's here working and now I'm gonna go somewhere else (laughs) and do something else because I have some other thing to do. And people were just here working like because they wanted to help her, right? And she wouldn't even be here some of the time. So no, it was, it's the number of people that jumped on board. Um, And I think when you give someone like, a place where they feel invested in it, they're gonna bring their friends and family. And I really feel like that's what happened at first. Like, yeah. we had 30 people that helped us put the place together. Yeah. That paper as soon as we were open, yeah, yeah, paper mache the floor, exactly, <laughs> right? Like, it's a long process. It doesn't, it's not short. Like, but once they were here, they're like, oh, I'm bringing my friends, I'm bringing my family, I'm bringing my other friends. And so, yeah. and then as we just slowly add more and more stuff, like, we get more and more books and puzzles and games donated all the time. Like Ashley said, somebody just recently donated a PS4 to us. Like, we get things just given to us that we just add to this collection. Um, and people wouldn't give a PS4 to us if they didn't feel like they could come play it with their friends. Right. We weren't right? worthy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So it's yeah. it's become like a a place for people that like Ashley said, it's like my basement, right? It's like it's like a community place for people to come hang yeah. out. So they feel like it's their place they feel safe buying something expensive like that and leaving it here and knowing it's just gonna add to the enjoyment yeah so it's we hit a little niche i don't know how a lot of luck a lot of a lot of planning there was a lot of planning and and frustration up front we spent three years from from inception to opening day about three years like being upset with each other and but I really, would never I really happen, do and, feel yeah. like it was a good thing. Both taking taking the time to make sure that we did it right, um, and not just being like, "Okay, here's our idea. Let's run a Kickstarter, take and some open money, the door next week, yeah. and then let's go." Like yeah. we took our time. We took I took some classes. We we did a bunch of research. We definitely kind of yeah. maybe took longer than we needed to, but at the same time, like like I said, we got here at such a good time in downtown Bremerton's like growth that I think it all worked out really well. Well and doing those test nights over at the other yeah. bars at least kind of gave you an idea of if there's people interested in that kind of thing. Exactly yeah. And it's like by the way there'll be a dedicated game space yeah. in the new spot mm-hmm. you know. And that I think that definitely helped a lot and so I am I'm very grateful for all those people that showed up and all the people that keep showing up because I mean if it weren't for them I definitely wouldn't be here awesome um side note my cousin jesse's going to be playing board games in bremerton on sunday <gasps> jesse is our biggest fan <laughs> yay hi jesse so i'm curious if he's actually going to be playing board games here with his friend or blue sky yeah, or possibly or blue somewhere sky. else yeah, yeah. i don't know i'll have to ask how long is he here for all day i think just a day well he's here this weekend yeah i think at some point we promised him lasers babies and board games uh, yes, but I don't know if I'll have free time to mm. to do a full-on podcast. Okay. But this is technically Lazer's Babies and Beer and Board Games today. Kind of. 
You know, kind of. we're just not playing a board game. It's true. Because that would probably be a really well, Jesse, if you're podcast. listening, make right? sure you come <laughs> down to Ashley's pub. Yeah. So. Um, so, do you guys want to talk about the kind of regular events? That you do here, like your your pinballs and your book clubs and your future planning, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, well, do you guys have like a, a, like Monday nights this, Tuesday nights this, and do you guys have that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so Tuesday night is our game night. Um, again, because you know we were we were hosting the game nights before the place opened, so I definitely wanted to continue the Tuesday night game nights just because um, it was already in people's schedules. Just like, okay, I'm gonna go play random games on Tuesdays. And so we kept that. Um, Wednesdays were closed, again, because I didn't want to be closed on Mondays. Um, everyone else is closed on Mondays, and I always want to drink on a Monday because it's Monday. <laughs> uh, I, I never understand that, why people close on Monday. So we're open Mondays. I wanted to keep Tuesday game nights, so Wednesday was the next logical day to close so that I didn't have to work seven days a week. Sure. Um, Thursdays, we alternate between book clubs. We have the Sci-Fi Book Club on Thursdays. It's the second Thursday of the month. Thank you. I was like, yeah. I couldn't remember which one. Um, we have the third Thursday of the month, we have Digital and Dice. No, wait. Sci-Fi Book Club, second Monday of the month. I knew that. Yeah. It's in my calendar. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're backing up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay, so Monday's Book Club. Uh, Thursday's, second Thursday's of the month is actually the Graphic Novel Book Club. Uh, and then third Thursday's Digital and Dice come over and do a GM workshop every third Thursday, and so that's really fun. The Fridays are my pinball tournaments. Saturdays and Sundays I usually keep event free just so that we have the the RPGers here and they are kind of uninterrupted, so they don't have like loud, obnoxious groups doing one thing or another, um, so they can kind of play in peace with themselves. Well, um, unless someone's playing Secret Hitler. That's true. Right. <laughs> that, that Which is a popular game one. game is entertainingly loud. Yes. <laughs> it is not abnormal in the middle of, of just hubbub in the pub, somebody to stand up and scream, you're a fascist. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. You're Hitler. <laughs> um, and about once a month we do brewer's nights. Those can be anywhere from like a Monday, a Thursday, a Friday. Uh, and then we try and do nerd movie nights with Dragonfly Cinema out of Port Orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one that we're doing is going to be either this Thursday or next Thursday, and it's going to be Flash Gordon. Oh, that's here? Uh, Well, Flash Gordon's going to be at Dragonfly, and then after they show it at the Dragonfly, it's going to be here. Because Saturday they're showing it at Dragonfly. Chris and I were thinking about taking our kids to it. Okay, so then, yes, Thursday the 29th is Flash Gordon at the pub. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Um, And so we do little things like that. Upcoming things. uh, I just started Sunday Crafternoon. Uh, which is so far going to be one of my favorite events all week because, I mean, it's Sunday afternoon. It's afternoon delight. Um, <laughs> to drink beer and craft, right? Right. Um, and then I want to start doing a quarterless pinball tournament. So we do pinball tournaments on Fridays, but I want to do a quarterless pinball tournament with uh, Pinball FX3, which is a video game on the PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, and I think that would be a whole lot of fun for people. But we're always open to suggestions and ideas for events, too. So. Yeah, like I said, I'm, at some point I'm going to try to get the D&D groups going again. Um, I'm thinking, like, if I can get a, a professional DM or two interested in coming in, like, on a Sunday or Monday when we're slower and when we have more tables, right? We well, do I'm, have not a, a, I'm not a professional, but... Well, we do have a person who knows a shit ton exp- about, about experience. Right? Maybe not yeah. professional, but part of the experience. podcast. You're right. So, and that's the thing. Like, I we need an we experience. have several people who like 
advertise. I'm a professional DM, and I'm like, I don't even know what that means, right? It's like that. <laughs> that sounds. That means you're like, Matt Mercer with Geek and Sunset right? no, Critical I, Role. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I get that. It's just like, I mean, I thought I had a fucking rad job because I kind of help run a bar. <laughs> that gets, yeah. Like, I I love it, right? It's fun. Like, I basically my job is like 75% of it is just socializing with people who are very happy to be drinking beer and playing games, mm-hmm. and then there's there's the 25% that's just like book work and cleaning yeah. and all that other stuff but yeah there's a lot of my job that's just a lot of fun so to be a professional dm sounds just like all i really do is make up stories and then talk to people about them <laughs> and they have a lot of fun i mean that sounds that fucking sound brilliant fiction writer, right? yeah, people yeah. act out in front of you yeah. exactly yeah. That's so awesome. so i I mean, yes, if you if you wanted to do that, I, I would. I did put my name on the you sheet. Did. You like, guys have the to, sheet over there. I, I saw some names together. finally joined me. Me too. Yeah, I was and excited I was like, to see more than one name yeah. on the list. So I need to pull that down. Besides email whoever all those it was people. that wrote something not appropriate on the Do there. you have Asana <laughs> up right now? No. No? Can you bring it up? You mean Slack? Asana, the task board. And just put. Hello? Trello, is that what we were using? Okay. I, they're not even speaking English yeah, right now. I know. Unfortunately, I do know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's task management, task software. management software, both of them. So yeah. we use it for planning uh-huh. things. So just okay. toss a tab thing on there for Isaac to remember to email DM people. So instead of using your notes on your phone and then it, then you have to keep everything kind of organized, it's, a, it's an actual dedicated program for organization. But it's meant for, yeah, for more than one person, I assume, to be able to cross-communicate. It's meant for teams to be able to look at tasks and at a glance see what state they're in, whether we're still letting them live in the backlog, whether they're in progress, whether they're blocked. Yeah. Okay. And, like, assign deadlines. And, and like, one of the things, like, so my background is computer science, right? So I... I'm often working with project managers and people who want everything to be documented out the wazoo, and it's really annoying, right? But so that's one of the things that I kind of brought to our planning process is a couple of communication tools and and task planning tools that we don't always use perfectly. Like, probably the biggest thing I would tell anybody who ever wants to start a business at all is, is communicate. If you stop communicating, figure out why and fix it. Like, that's the biggest thing at all like communicate with your partners because once you stop then problems happen and then you're angry with each other who didn't order the beer this right week? exactly what? right we're out of beer yeah right no i mean whatever <laughs> no, 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 it is that, yeah, that was yeah. the co2 yeah oh, the yeah, CO2. yeah that was the co2 yeah. that was totally my fault <sighs> i felt like a terrible business owner <laughs> but a good thing without co2 it still pours just poorly yeah. really slowly <laughs> yes. it, yeah. pours poorly. it pours poorly <laughs> so have you guys ever considered um Maybe working with a local brewery and making like an Ashley's Pub beer, like a beer that's just your guys's to keep on tap. I a- definitely thought about it. Um, I love the idea, but the more I think about it, I don't like the idea anymore because that goes against my idea of rotating all sixteen all the time. Okay. Because I I don't I don't want to have the same things. I even try not to tap the same beer in the same like six month period. Yeah. At least. At least not twice in a row. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like the idea of having, like, an Ashley's Pub beer, but at the same time, I'm like, no, because I want everyone to try everything else. What if it was a mystery beer, and it was whatever you went and partnered with your brewer and said, what if we did a beer like this, and then it's the Ashley's Pub beer, but you don't make it the same kind of beer? So so it would be different. Like, it could be jalapeno beer one time, and 
Uh, I mean, if I could find a brewery that would partner with me to make random, like, kegs like that for me, that would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be an interesting, fun thing to do, right? I personally think you guys should do blind tastings, but that's just the oh, yeah, no, I, me. We've that been talking was about event. it. Yeah, yeah that was, so that was another event that I'm going to start trying to do. Not even an event. A, I want to print up sheets, tasting sheets, that mm-hmm. have like four play, four spots on them to take notes. And what I would like to do is like just have on the menu the blind flight. So every time we tap a new beer, we change what our blind flight is. And then people can come in and say for like eight bucks, they can get the blind flight. And what it is, is they get four taster glasses on the sheet, they write their notes about it, and guess which beer it was, right? And it does several things. One, it gives people that, I'm going to try something new Mm -hmm. that I might never have tried before at all, right? The other thing it does is it gives people the the chance to, like, because what I would like to do with it is then when people turn their sheets in, if they've guessed correctly, we'll have, like, here's the list of people who actually guess beer accurately more often than everyone else. So we could have like this ranking of like, hey, here's who's really good at tasting beer. So it would be both competitive and fun. Kind of like at Hogwarts and they've got the house points. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So that's I mean, one of those things that- We're always looking to gamify our drinking. I just, I just need to do that more. One of the things I've been doing to get people to taste beer though, that, that we have a D16. We have 16 taps, I've got a D16. If people are really indecisive, I will tell them- Just roll. I will tell them, Pick a number, mm-hmm. roll the dice. If you get that number, I'll pay for it. If you don't, you have to drink whatever it is. It'll be new, maybe something that you just think you'll hate. Yeah. But you have to pay for it and drink it, right? <laughs> you have to pay so for it's it like, and drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if if you say, hey, yeah, I would love to roll the dice and say, I'm going to pick the safe one just in case I roll it, then I get it free. But then if I don't, I'll, I'll end up branching out and... Mm-hmm. And I've had several people do it, and so far one person has got a free beer out of me. And, nice. <laughs> and other people have, have drank beers that they didn't want at all. Mm-hmm. Like we had Kaylee from Der Blocken came in and rolled the dice the other night, and she got the the chocolate raspberry. Oh, the cider. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is a cider that we have cider. by Bushel and Barrel. But no. it's kind of... Apple Outlaw. Apple Outlaw. I'm sorry. Thank you. You can yeah. tell who orders the beer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very protective of my beer list. Yeah. What's interesting about the blind taste is that you can drink something. Like, you could probably have uh, one you know what the beer is, but have the same beer blind, and you'll think it's a completely different mm-hmm. beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. It's we, uh, and then there's been a little bit of beer mixing going on that I've seen lately. Oh, People yeah. ordering, like... Half this, half that, three quarters this, one quarter that. Mm-hmm. There's one one customer that definitely does it regularly, um, and then she's kind of assisted other people in like, oh, that's a thing I can do. And so every now and then we'll get some other people in here experimenting, which is, I mean, which is fun. I like it. Tomas does that sometimes too. Like yeah. He'll come in and be like, hey, this would be great with that. Nice. We did talk to him about that on the last one. Um, if you guys ever get a... Uh, Golden Strong or like the Monk's Indiscretion or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, mix it with uh, one of the uh, Bushel and Barrel ciders. Ooh. Like a 50-50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have the Monk's Indiscretion in a bottle right now. Yeah. At one point but you guys had Any of those uh, Golden Belgians. Yeah. 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 You guys had True Love, the black and blue oh, cider. And then you so also had um, Belching Beaver's Peanut blonde butter milk stout? Peanut, no, or it was the blonde. blonde. <gasps> oh, the blonde, the blonde one. Peanut and yeah. so, like, the true love black and blue with the oh, yeah. blonde peanut butter literally just you 
put them in a cup and it tastes like a peanut butter jelly sandwich. It was so good. <laughs> Yummy. I don't want to drink a peanut butter jelly <laughs> Why sandwich. Why not? I do. What I if do. you get too drunk? I don't either, but <laughs> probably get sick of sugar. All right, well, <laughs> well, Dina and I will enjoy it. That's fine. Instead. You guys can go do your blind tastings. All right. Um, <laughs> speaking of Tomas, he did submit a question that I should ask you guys. Okay. Um, he is asking, in order to be cool at Ashley's, do you have to dress like a hipster? Because no one told me. <laughs> Just tell him to dye his hair. And <laughs> right. Um, you you can definitely dress like a hipster if you so choose. Um, every now and then. Uh, I wear footy pajamas to work because, you know, my boss will not get mad at me for wearing footy pajamas to work, so I do. Um, sometimes you dress like Wonder Woman. That's and, perfectly and sometimes acceptable. I'm Wonder Woman. I really don't discourage any style of dressing here as long as you're wearing clothes. Good. All right. What yeah. about a mankini? Right. Sanitary clothes. I think clothes. it depends. Sanitary clothes. <laughs> <laughs> the look on Ashley's face. <laughs> right? I can't uncringe. Yeah. Were you picturing Isaac? <laughs> oh, I, no, I was picturing him. I'm sorry, but I just... That's, that's funny. I, have, I was at a Halloween party cold. like 10 years ago, and my roommate, um, he was in pretty decent shape back then, but as a joke, towards the end of the night, he put his mankini on. <laughs> there you go. It was disgusting. <laughs> it, was, it was so disgusting. I'm like, I was going to say, no matter how built or not built you are, I feel like it's still kind of cringe-worthy. He was playing beer pong. Yep. So the whole stretching motion, yeah, it was, uh, it was like not a pretty. bad '80s aerobic video. It was not pretty. It was not pretty. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think we're a hipster bar. No, but I would say I do the question is almost. I don't know I if you it. can be cool when you come here. I mean, it's a place for nerds. There are shades of cool, but it's a place for nerds. It's a place for not the cool kids, right? The, That's the cool kids what I are think too. hanging out down the road taking shots and the horse and cow and, or wherever, right? <laughs> and and we're in here playing board games yeah. and sipping beer, right? It's well, B- it's Betsy, just a totally different. Betsy came to sit down. She uh, she got me into cross stitching. Yeah, right. I, I'm, I'm in love with Betsy. She's amazing. Um, she got me into cross-stitching, but she sat down at the table to cross-stitch while I was crafting. And she's like, do I get to sit at the cool kid's table? And I was like, no one's ever called me a cool kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> well, the owner of any bar is pretty cool, regardless. Oh, God, usually. I don't feel cool at right. all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I would say it, it depends. Like, sometimes the owner is just, like, the financer, and they're not really there. That's true. But... I would say if you're going to be a bar manager and, like, not just, like, yep, I've run a restaurant for this many years, and therefore I'm going to come in and run people, right? Yeah, you, if you're just running a little pub, especially, you're, you're kind of fun. Yeah. You've got to be. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're not fun, because you're the voice and the face of the whole thing, people don't like you, then they ain't going to Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's you know? a fair that's Oh, a fair yeah, point. We, we made some very specific choices when we were opening about how to brand um and early on, we branded with Ashley, um, just because, well, everyone likes her, um, <laughs> right? It's hard. I mean, it's it's hard not to. Like, she's very, very personable. Um, I'm sure Isaac's pub wouldn't just have the same right, it, ring. I'm I'm not nearly as outgoing. I'm trying to think if someone doesn't like me. Or Do I charismatic. Know someone who doesn't like me? They wouldn't be here. Right. Well, there yeah. there are people in the world that don't like you. We've met them before. Yes, for sure. But I just tend to forget them. Your nemesis should right. show up every Friday. Right. The, the, oh, <laughs> just sit at the corner of the bar. We should have we should have a, a doppelganger night sometime yep. where everybody dresses like Ashley. 
footy pajamas <laughs> right. and Wonder Woman costumes. Sure this get, sounds amazing. And I'm sure you'd get quite a few people actually dye their hair to match. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that too. Yeah. I'm I'm encouraging my employee to dye her hair because she's she's worked for a bunch of jobs where that wasn't okay. Did and you I'm, do it? I'm just like, your boss says it's okay. She's right. like, yes, fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, a couple of questions that we usually hit. Uh, one, you don't serve any food, right? Uh, we have snacks, chips, peanuts, a uh, cup of noodles. But nothing heavy. No dinner. Nothing heavy. No, uh, I do encourage people to bring in their own food, and I often try and set people to, like, El Balcon because, oh, their food Delicious. is so good. Um, and since you can't eat in El Balcon comfortably, I mean, they have some seats, but uh, I always encourage them to bring it here Boom. for sure. And you do let people order food in. Like, I've seen mm-hmm. pizza come in here and yep. Jimmy John's come in here and things oh, like that. all the time. Yeah, Uber definitely. I mean, I, I, want, stuff, yeah. I want people to be in here. I understand they want to play for a long time. Um, I just don't want to have to cook food and serve beer. Um, because in the beginning, the plan was just to be one employee. Um, so it's nice having a second pair of hands, but still, I like keeping it simple. Sure. Um, you are a straight up, like, a bar, no babies. Like no not baby. family yep. 21 friendly. And up. Mm-hmm. 21 up all the time. You have to be 21 to be in the courtyard. You have to be 21 to be in the pub. And then do you allow furry friends? Not furries. We like the people are dressed up as furries? service animal. That would probably be okay. That would probably that be would okay. That would definitely be okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we are service animal friendly. Okay. Good answer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So it's an, it's There's a city legalities rule. in yes. that. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. I, I yeah. asked the uh, health department to make sure because we didn't serve food, but he said because of our tavern liquor license, we still could serve food, and so we are therefore service animal friendly only. Okay. But anybody can bring their dog into the courtyard for sure. Yes. Right? Yeah, the courtyard is dog friendly. Nice. Well, that makes it way nice because you guys have the oh, courtyard. Yes. Yeah. So people can still bring their animals mm-hmm. in. Can and you drink, drink in the courtyard, yep. Can you yeah. can drink in the Oh, that's actually part yeah. of the yep. area. Yeah, that's why it's 21 and over in the courtyard. Yeah. Because okay. So it's covered by our insurance there, and yeah. our liquor license and our lease. Um, well, then, yeah. Yeah, so summers, summers are nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like summers out there. And, and having those heaters, we, bought, we just bought heaters from uh, Horse and Cow because they upgraded their heaters. So we bought the outdoor heaters from Horse and Cow, and so that kind of helps for the non-super nice. warm nights. There you go. Wait, that's what you can say. Like, if you have any old games you don't love. Oh, that's true. If you yeah. have any comic books you're not reading anymore. So what Dina is saying is... Are you recording yes. again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, I, I saw him press record. So what, what Dina is saying is if anyone has any gaming paraphernalia Ooh, stuff like that. that you are not interested in, you're trying to get rid of, Maybe Ashley might be interested in it. Yeah, I was going to say, we get a lot of Don't bring junk. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't Goodwill. This isn't Goodwill. No, but we do get a lot of board games from people who are just like, we used to play this a lot, we don't anymore, or we used to play this with our family, but the kids grew up and moved out, and so they just rehome their board games to me, and I definitely appreciate that, because then we just kind of share the board game love. Yeah. We've even got people who have given us games and like hey my name's on it I might come take it back someday but yeah. I'm not playing it mm-hmm. so I would love people to play it right like yeah. we've got some video games like that like nice. a yeah. couple people have brought brought like Nintendo games and stuff and yeah. and then like but yeah like I mean can't, you can't really take back coloring books though right no <laughs> like the comic books I do tell stuff. them they can tear a page off and take it home there you yeah. go yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that there's not coloring pages like a wall somewhere of, I'm so proud I colored this. I mean, well, there's two. Oh, you do have two. But I think one of my favorite Unicorns, rainbow unicorns. Is, yeah. I like the Color Me Drunk. That one's really fun. Do, they, do you have to be drunk to color it? You don't have to, but you can. It's probably more fun I, that way. I definitely tr it's advised. try yeah. not to encourage people to get drunk here. Yeah. Um, we definitely will cut people oh, off. Oh, for sure. I've, I've cut off a number of people already. Um, well, but I mean, it's, it's still part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like, go ahead and just like tear a page off and take it home and get drunk and color it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you guys do uh, growler fills or anything like that? We do. Uh, okay. We do growler fills. Uh, we have squealers and growlers right now. I don't put them out to advertise because they're. I buy them from my distributor, so they're like full sale. Or I think we have kombucha squealers right now. But I think for our anniversary party. Brand named. We, Maybe lasered. We might have actually. <laughs> You've hit on something there. We we might have lasered brand name growlers because uh, two of my regulars are going to be combining scheming. powers, scheming and plotting, scheming. and so uh, I'm I'm really excited for the anniversary party. So that's going to be in June, but I'm probably going to be celebrating from May to June just because I am super excited from soft opening. Uh, I am excited that we've been open a year, so I want to celebrate from soft opening to grand opening, just little things here and there. And then the grand opening anniversary we'll do similar to my birthday party. I don't know if you were around for my birthday party. But was it prom? Well, it was three days. Yes. So it was prom, pajamas, and costumes each day. And so it was just like a party, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so the grand, op the grand opening anniversary will definitely be very similar to that with a lot of prizes and games and... Just fun, because I wanna I wanna thank everyone that has pushed the pub as far as it is now, because I am in awe with how well it's doing in its first year. That's awesome. Yeah, it's well, crazy. When you create a fun environment for people to come hang out, people will always come back. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we gotta say the thing. You go, you do it. I don't remember. The thing! Oh, not that thing. Something about operating heavy machinery. It's do not operate lasers or heavy machinery under the influence of alcohol. Beer is not for babies. And listen responsibly. Oh.